All right, that was long enough. <laughs> that was long enough. Well, welcome to Beer with the Boys Beyond the Bar Holiday Edition. Merry Christmas. And happy holidays. And happy, well, happy New Year next week, but... I guess Christmas is really the only holiday. Um, the day we're recording this, so if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. Happy whatever Chrysler. you celebrate, happy whatever you celebrate. Yes. Happy Christ. Merry whatever you celebrate. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. If it's it's uh it's my mom's birthday tomorrow. Well, happy so, birthday, mom. Yeah. What a what a turn the big five oh this year. Mm. Yeah. Bob turned isn't the big that, five oh on, on Saturday. Isn't that crazy so. to think? My parents are finally fifty. Fifty now? Yep. Makes me feel old. It's it made me realize how young my parents are. Yeah, I think my in, in relation to the people, other people my age's parents. Yeah, because like Hannah's parents are like fifty three, fifty four, or something like that. I don't know. That's not that Maybe. crazy different, though. No, it's not crazy difference. But whenever I say like, "Yeah, my mom would have turned fifty this year," or my dad just turned fifty. It's like. Holy crap. Your parents are young. Yeah. And uh no, that's all right. That's all right. All right. They, uh Bob's fifty and barely has any gray hair. He hasn't lost any hair, so knock on wood that, that uh that gene continues for me. Even though I'm starting to get some gray hairs, it's fine. Well gray hair is all right as long as you, you have hair. Well, yes. I'd rather have gray hair than than no hair. Having hair. Shout out to Fuzz. Poor guy. <laughs> Being bald just doesn't sound fun. Um, <clears throat> it does seem like a lot less work, though. It does, yeah. Like I, I kind of wish I had less hair on my head right now. Yeah. Um, so just to update everyone on the tattoo vet round two, since we haven't talked about it in quite some time, um, yeah. just wanted to get it out there. Uh, you're currently winning eighty-two to seventy-three. Jesus so, Christ! What happened? <laughs> uh, the Steelers suck. Jaguars only won one game. That that's pretty much what it comes Steelers down to. Steelers suck. The Dolphins are coming out of nowhere. The lowest team total wins you have is four. And mine uh, is that that's Dallas the Eagles. Well, both, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. So the numbers might be wrong. I don't know. I did this at work. Really tired. So, um, because I like to maybe play. that's the score. <laughs> so maybe that's the score. But you're definitely winning, <clears throat> and I blame the Jaguars. Um. But enough about that, because we talked about football for way too long last night as well. And that episode does come out uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, because this is coming out on Friday. What? No, the football episode comes out on Saturday. Yeah, that's what I said. So they're listening to this now on Friday. Tomorrow, as what the list is. Tomorrow, it comes out on that. We're recording this on Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. um, (laughs) Wednesday morning at that. So his brain's not awake yet, and mine, yes. I mega-brained him, or universe yeah, brain, whatever they call it, Scary. kids nowadays. Doesn't happen often, but you big got brain, it. Big-brained him. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, let's get into it. Let's start the show how we usually start the Beyond the Bar uh, episodes, where we look back at the interview that we previously did. Um, if, the, if you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out. We have probably the coolest guests we've had so far. Um, just kidding. It was me. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I do want to take a a little time to just discuss that and, um, 
dive a little deeper in what it feels like to be interviewed. So do you got you want to start? Or do you want me to to kick it off here? Um, I think it would be good to have you finish with uh, your reassessment of of everything. Um, yeah. So I'll go. I'll go for. It. And this is you know, something that you know, especially if we if we end those episodes with what we learned from it. I think very little is going to change between the two. Um, but it's cool to take time to reflect on it. As exactly. Well. No, absolutely. And I know I, that's what we, we, we need to do. It's what we should do. And it's, and I enjoy doing it. Um, so if you listen to the full episode, my statement right now is not going to be too different than what I said at the end of that episode um, for a variety of reasons. And, and I, another one is we recorded that less than, just over 12 hours ago and uh usually we have about a day day and a half in between to to reflect a little bit more and um can somewhat can sometimes put a a a, you know a bit more thought into it but you know at the same time this is one that i don't i don't know if it necessarily needed more more thought because um it was such a um informative and, and incredible thing to, to see. And, and, and I know you'll talk about it is you're not a vulnerable guy. That is not something that you allow yourself to be um, for whatever reason. And perhaps in a future episode, you know, we continue to dig deep and, 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 you know, explain where that might come from, but it's just, it's not, you know, something that you've, you've ever been. Um, you're not one that enjoys talking about themselves. Um, perhaps even thinking deeply about yourself um, and, and, and the things you do on, on, on top of that. But it was, uh, it was, it was cool getting to see you on that side of things, not because it's like, holy crap, he's finally vulnerable and, and we're, you know, we can ask him whatever here. Um, but I think that's what it takes to, to grow. And I think that's one thing that you've held your, yourself back from doing for quite some time um, that, that, might be a secret in your continued growth. That is a secret in your continued growth um, as, as, a, as an individual, as a professional, as a coach, as a podcaster, you know, pick a, a role that you play. And I'm not saying go out and be vulnerable all the freaking time. I don't think that's healthy either. Uh, but being able to be vulnerable when the situation arises um, and, and being able to truly treat this sort of podcast as a therapy session of sorts and reassess your life. Look, take a look at all the things that have helped get you where you are. Um, and I think especially based on conversations we've had in recent weeks in recent days of where, where you're kind of at right now, figuring out what that next step is. And I think a good start to figuring out what that next step is, is taking a look back at where, where you've come from and, and, and what has gotten you to where you are uh, and what moments in those, those situations and those jobs and those, those roles that you're playing um, were most important and most influential in those. And, and, you know, so many people just go through the day to day and go through, you know, the map of life that, you know, this is what you do. This is what's next. This is what's next. This is what's next. And there's not, you know, some very often, not much rhyme or reason to that next step. It's just the next step. You know, and, and, you know, like in a relationship standpoint, you date, you get engaged, you get married, you buy a house, you have a kid, you get pets, you, you retire. 
and you pay for your kid's college or they pay for some, you know, whatever that might look like, but it's people, it's like taboo to go against that sort of map. And, um, and, and, and I think that's wrong. I think you should go to go through, you know, every person has their individual map and, and a good way of figuring out how to, how to get there is to take a look back at what's been important to you, not just looking at where you've come from, but look at those, those key moments that, great you worked at college possible you've done a lot of work with helping people why is that important to you not that's just what i do that's just what i like to do it's what i'm good at why do why is it important what are those moments that got you there and that can help you hone in a little bit more and i think if you weren't willing to be vulnerable those statements would not have been made those memories you might have thought of them but you wouldn't have shared them and they wouldn't have mean meant as much um to the to the grand scheme of things so um I think it was a, it, it was, it was a cool thing to see that it's just something that I've seen very moments like that few and far between in our friendship, because you're just not a vulnerable guy. Um, and you know, it's, it's just a unique thing getting a chance to, to see that and, uh, and, and hear much deeper, what has been some important parts in your life and, and realize that those are the things that are going to get you to that next step and to that, that end goal, whatever that might be. And, even if we don't know it now, it'll, it'll turn, turn out. And, uh, but those are the things that are going to help get you there. Not just going through the moves. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with a lot of what you said, pretty much everything. Um, but I mean, it's hard for me to, to reflect on the words that I said <laughs> because I said them, you know, I've, I've lived that part. Um, so I just kind of wanted to, to reflect more on like, just being interviewed like that um i've never been interviewed like that ever before in my life um never really had the chance to talk about me that much um and that that's usually something i avoid anyways because i'm not very uh i'm not i don't like to talk about myself or or anything like that like you mentioned um but yeah i think it was i haven't really had the time to sit down and just think about the interview yet uh because it was just recorded last night but um yeah i i think it was a really cool experience to to do that um and especially when you're with people that you're close with because if you go on like a new podcast or a different show um it might not be someone you're super close with and it might just be surface level questions and uh Mm -hmm. like they they might not know as much about you um but here you guys had the the cheat sheet on me (laughs) um you knew pretty much most of my life, uh, minus like the details or what, like what was going through my mind in that time. Um, <clears throat> so that was a kind of a, a way for me to, to reflect more on those things that I've never like really taken the time to do, which I thought was super cool. Um, mm-hmm. and definitely very appreciative of that, that experience. And I might have to go back and listen to it. Uh, I usually don't listen to the episodes because I don't like my voice when I, I have to sit there and listen to it. Because um, everyone just sounds weird when they're recorded, so it's a whole thing. But, uh, yeah, just uh, to kind of just wrap up my thoughts that are all over the place in my brain right now. Um, uh, it was just super cool to do, and I definitely think there were some some big talking points that I'll have to go back and dig deeper into just to kind of like, cause that next step, that next step is always something that we're talking about and thinking about, um, especially with 
like where we're at in life. We both want to continue to take that next step. Um, and mine is still a little, little fuzzy, hazy, trying to figure out where to go next. Um, but I think there's definitely some good, some good hints in there that I, that I talked about, um, without even knowing that I talked about them. So yeah, I think it's just a cool experience to do it and especially cool to do it with people that you're close with, um, and can actually take that deeper dive into things because yeah. I don't know. Those are my thoughts. I'm still still processing a lot of it. Um, so I didn't have much time because we were recording late. Pretty much went to sleep after that. and then You didn't have any dreams about it? No. I, I did have a really weird dream the other night, though, uh, where I was a, a NASCAR driver. And it was my first race, and they just threw me in there with no experience. And everyone That's was what like, they did with Ricky Bobby. <laughs> everyone was like <laughs> laughing at me like, this guy's going to crash and get hurt and i'm like oh, jesus and then i woke up i never raced so i don't, I don't know the outcome well, yeah it was a really weird dream it was like my dad was teaching me how to drive and it was and the car seemed like a lego car because you're like putting pieces in as you were kidding and it was just super weird and random um so maybe there's a deeper meaning of that too there you go a, a dream. Be a driver. just gotta start digging deeper into our dreams and seeing what the hell we got <laughs> There's something there. I just have no idea what it actually is there. Besides, I don't think driving NASCAR is my my career. So, not with that attitude. Dude, those guys are like five four and like 130 pounds. You can't put a six two 240 guy in a NASCAR. That wouldn't fit. You you then you have some adversity to overcome. I gotta cut a little sunroof so my head gets to cut the top. <laughs> driving like the Flintstones in there. <laughs> Yeah, um, but to, to close out about the interview, uh, I think it was a super cool experience um, to do that, and it's something that we, we preach all together is just discussion and, and being able to talk to people and learn different things. And um, Yeah, like I even learned things about you guys last night as well uh, during that interview, um, which was super cool, like Sam with sports and... Um, I guess we didn't get into you too much, but I'm sure there was something. I just can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> it was a it was a blur um, at that point. A lot of those a lot of those things are when I end up talking about myself. But um, yeah, super cool, and yeah, hopefully that kind of opens the door for us as well to really hone in on our interviewing skills. I think we're getting better. Like every episode we do, when yeah. we do interview someone, and it's super cool to kind of see that and. Um, hopefully like that that makes people want to come on here hopefully uh, and take some deeper dives into things so we'll see what happens but yeah 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 stuff is stuff is going well and you know it's we're we're certainly getting better and we're getting better at a lot of things when it when it when it comes to this and um because i mean we found we took a look back we stepped back and realized what was important to us and and what we wanted to do and although we enjoy being like those funny people and those goofy guys, it's not what's important to us. You know, right. we're not, you know, we're not comedians. We don't want to be comedians. We enjoy making people laugh, but it's not what's passionate. And I think we more, more so have a passion for just learning about people, just learning their story, what makes them tick, what motivates them, um, what, what stresses them out and, you know, 
and, and, and taking things away from that. And, you know, you, you take a look at the podcast that we listen to outside of this, you know, we, yes, we have, you know, the sports ones that are a little bit more funny, but a lot of the stuff that we listen to and a lot of stuff that we watch is more so going to be that sort of growth learning side of things. Mm-hmm. And my favorite books are literally books about people's lives. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd so, much rather read people's life stories and take things away from that. than. yeah, we did, Harry you know, Potter. as, as a podcast, we did exactly what you did yesterday um, mm-hmm. while interviewing, just take a look at ourselves. What's important to us. What do we want to do and make this something that we want to do, not what we think other people want us to do. And it tends to, to line up pretty nicely when you, when you're around the right people. And that's what, uh, that's what we're seeing. And that's what it's been nice. It's been the, you know, we're almost done with this month here, but it's been uh, one of the more uh, growthful months yeah, that, that we've had. Uh, yeah. Cool. Certainly the most growth that we've had as a podcast, not even, you know, not just numerically in, in, in listens, but just as who we are. Um, you know, you take a listen of a podcast that we recorded even in November and compare it to what you know, we're recording now. Super it's uh, yeah, it's completely different. And it's going to be different come January and February and, you know, so on and so forth. So um, we've, we've grown up a lot this list this month for, because we found something that we were passionate about doing, not just about doing it, but what can, you know, what made us passionate about this and uh, it's come a long way and, but we've, we found it and it will continue to develop. Oh Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so it's definitely been probably the best month ever for listens. It has been. Um, and I think we just owe a lot of that to just deciding that this, this shit's real now. We're doing yep. this. We're... And, of course, to our guests. We brought yes. in some some wonderful guests. And, uh, you know, they, they took a... I don't know if we want to say taking it a chance, but they took a chance. Took a leap of faith. They they jumped in. Just coming on it because it was all of their first podcast. Yeah, we did definitely knock out the three past guests. We're definitely, yeah. 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 And even you, I mean, outside of recording podcasts, it was the first podcast to interview you. Yes, that's on a podcast. So, assuming nothing changes in the next week, next week will be the first podcast that I'm interviewed on. (laughs) And, uh, and so on and so forth. So um, take, just taking, you know, those, those local or the kind of local people and uh, up and comers and, uh, and them, you know, being, being okay with jumping on here and being vulnerable as well. And uh, thinking about themselves. I'm just mad. I didn't do the long time listener, first time caller bit. <laughs> when I got on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, missed opportunity there for sure. No. <laughs> There'll be next time future experiences for it. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. um, definitely. I think that was a good way to wrap up that episode and kind of encapsulate what we've been doing. And it's definitely a great way right. to kind of close out 2020 with following it up with um, your interview next week. Um, which I think is going to be also a lot of fun as well. Um, and, and shout out to Sam again for like totally embracing beer with the boys and, and just taking yeah. it on as, as a seasonal co-host. Um, hopefully we'll have him more of a seasonal long-term co-host as well. Um, 
but yeah, he's brought a lot of good ideas and definitely just embraced what we're doing here. And seems like he's having fun. So we definitely appreciate yeah. him coming on and doing his thing with us. Even though he's if good not, he has a quite a career coming up in acting. So yeah, so um, <laughs> definitely was a super fun way to kind of wrap up uh, a long year. Um, I keep saying that like it's 2021 next tomorrow, but um, it's coming, and we'll be wrapping up the the year, the month um, with your interview. So we'll see how that goes. Be a, a fun way to finish off 2020. Maybe that's our new move every year. That last ep- two episodes of the year. Talking long, about us. However long we do that, we, we sit <clears> back and talk about us. Nice. Wrap up the year. Um, it's not a bad idea. So I think I like it's a it. cool way to like reflect, sit, take back, and or sit back and just enjoy what we've done so far. Because yeah. it's been a lot of fun with all this extra growth and different things. So, um, But yeah, enough about that. Let's get into some, because it's a holiday episode. This oh, is coming yay. out on December 25th, so while you're opening up your presents, why don't you throw us on here? Um, but we're just going to jump into it. Did you want to, is there anything else you want to talk about before we just dive into uh, the um, goods? Let me take a look at my pictures real quick. I don't think so. Personally, um, I don't. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, nothing too, nothing crazy here. Um, since I don't know if we mentioned it, Giannis has signed the Supermax, which is awesome. He'll be in uh, Milwaukee for at least the next four seasons. Um, other than that, nothing, nothing too crazy. And uh, yeah, just make sure to follow us on on Instagram and follow us on the gram. We're uh, we're growing. We're growing slowly but surely. Um, seems like every day, the... one or two people start following us and start realizing it's us, and pretty cool. So um, we put uh, the weekly post. If you if you if you don't have an Instagram, just get one. Get one for the sake of following us. Do us a favor. You don't got to post a damn thing. I know plenty of people like Bubba. Bubba has an Instagram, has about a hundred followers, no posts, nothing, and uh, and so just. For the sake of following us, why don't you why don't you get that? Each week, we're going to give you um, a, a beverage review, uh, whether that be beer or uh, a spirit of sorts, uh, or sometimes even non-alcoholic. Um, we get that that review going. Um, a throwback Thursday, which is could be embarrassing for us. It could be motivational for us. Uh, just something back on 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 us. Um, and, and a few other snippets as related to the to the podcast. So uh, make sure you're following that. That's where we are going to do most of our, our posting and most of the, the things that you can see. And uh, and a little bit more fun uh, beyond just listening to us talk all the time. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. We're six away from our goal for December. So the six of you who don't have an Instagram, go make an Instagram so we can hit oh, 150. Yeah. Yeah, all we need is six. <clears throat> no, we're good. Then we're happy. Um, but yeah, Instagram's the way. Facebook the is way. not the way. So this is the way now. The gram. Follow us on the gram. Um, yeah. So we're just going to dive into, I guess, the only segment we have for today. Um, followed by some holiday questions to each other. 
But the holiday theme uh, today, something that I always enjoy, is the holiday movies. Um, we're going to go specific here because we both celebrate Christmas. So we're doing the top six Christmas movies to watch on Christmas Day. But on Christmas Day or just around the season? Um, we're going to go Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. The, the season, fine, whatever. Okay. Because okay. this is just coming out on sure. Christmas, so I was just going to do Christmas Day. <laughs> The top six Christmas movies that need to be watched. Every year. How about that? Every year. Every year. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Sure. sure. I'll, I'll put an easy one out there. It's on TV for 48 hours straight. The Christmas Story with Ralphie. Uh, instant, instant class. I don't know if they realize how much of a classic it was when that first came out. I'm curious to see what the re, you know the reviews of that movie were and what the response was to that movie when it initially came out. I'm pretty sure like it wasn't popular when it came out and it was one of those like cult classics. Yes. That like it's this like strange, nightmare before Christmas. Right, that all these people started way. following it and then it just blew up. And now and now let's play it 48 hours straight. Yeah, on like um, every channel on the TV. Yeah. Awesome movie. I think even though it's like 100 years old a lot of it is still relevant to today. Um, it's, I don't know. I, I, of course, there's some problematic stuff in it, um, but uh, it's. I think it's 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 kind of just like how you know, growing up in the Midwest, and uh, and you know what your parents can be like. You know, working class dad, um, and, uh, and 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 working class parents and um, going to see Santa and, and wanting a gift that your parents say are too is too dangerous and and you know help getting the excitement of helping your dad change the tire and then fudging up and uh, and you know it's it's just a wonderful movie one I'll watch multiple times between Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and you know at the, getting an embarrassing gift and the list goes on um, there's something everybody can relate to in that in that film. And uh, even though it's a hundred years old, uh, Ralphie, Ralphie is a, an American treasure. The only thing I have to say about that movie is I don't think I ever watch it from the start all the way to the finish, but, some, up. <laughs> but somehow every Christmas or Christmas Eve, I end up watching the whole movie just yes. in segments. Cause you, 20 minutes here and there, you, you like come in and you watch a little bit, you go talk to someone, you, you, you eat dinner, you come back for whatever reason. It's right where you left off every time. Yes. I yep. don't know how they do that, um, but it's just always there. It's always right where you left off, and you can just pick up. Even if you don't pick up where you left off, you already know what happens. Like You can just watch it. Then you'll yep. come back and watch that, the part you miss later on in the day. Um, it'll be interesting, though, because there's basketball games football. and football games. So it'll be interesting to see how yeah. much, if it, if it actually gets played and where I'm at for Christmas. Um, so yeah, um, my first pick uh, is by far my favorite Christmas movie um, with one of my favorite actors in it. Uh, and it is The Grinch Who Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey in it. The Jim Carrey one. Jim Carrey one. By far one of the funniest Christmas movies Um and Jim Carrey is just that guy that makes me laugh every time I watch a movie of his, because <laughs> where where he's funny like Dumb and Dumber, could watch that every day and still laugh, um, along with The Grinch, and it's just 
it's a good one. It's a feel-good one where, where you get the good happy ending. I don't think there's a Christmas movie that doesn't have that. But um, definitely one of those that you could just sit back and watch and enjoy and giggle. Because not all of them you giggle at. And this is definitely one you giggle at. So, yeah, Grinch. That's a good one. Yeah, overall, great film. Jim Carrey is the best Grinch of all time. Jim Carrey is secretly one of the best actors of all time. You know, because he's, yeah. he's done his comedy, but in his... And of course, that's a comedy in a, in a sense as well. But he's very good in serious roles. He uh, he's he's just he's you very the, good at what he does. The crazy part is, some people like he's been in movies where the like the directors just go, yeah, just be Jim Carrey in this scene. And they just let him go wild. Yeah, whatever that means. They just and I think that's him. what the Grinch is. Is just let him do whatever the hell he wants. Just let this guy be him and just encapsulate this character. Because I think, like he by far made the Grinch the Grinch. It is. Oh yeah. Anybody else that's <clears throat> not like I was watching the newer Grinch. The animated um, one? It's like kind of yeah, it's animated but kind of like claymation of a sort. I don't really know. Huh. Um kind of like what how Shrek is, like a Pixar type film. Yeah. Um and it just it what like and it wasn't Jim Carrey as the voice of the Grinch. And it I I couldn't get into it. It was like this kind of sucks. And it just, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I haven't watched the newest one yet. I don't think I will. Don't do it. Jim Carrey ruined the Grinch for me. Yeah, but it's not. It's it not great. great. It's the Jim Carrey Grinch will always be the best Grinch. One hundred percent. Yes. Um, my number two is this one. I know this isn't a fan favorite by any means. Um. And if there's a movie that I pick that gets some kickback, it's going to be this one. Uh, but I'm okay with it because it's my favorite Christmas movie um, of all time. And uh, and it's uh, the cult classic uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton-esque film. Uh, Jack Skellington. It's just a unique look at Christmas. Yes, it's part musical, uh, but it's creepy. It's 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 entertaining. It was a movie that didn't do so. Apparently, I watched. If you're if you're on the Netflix, like how the holiday movies that made us, uh-huh. a pretty interesting thing. That's one of the like, the first couple episodes is that film. That film was kind of a bust when it first came out in the U.S. But after like 20 years, the people who the producers of it and people that were in in some sort related to that film went to I believe Japan, and apparently it was one of the biggest movies in Japan, and that's what brought it back. Yeah, so it's happened to so many weird movies. Yeah, and that's that's one of them. Uh, but I, for what I, I don't know why I like the movie. I, I do like a lot of Tim Burton films like that, but it's just it's just such a unique film, and um, I I, I can't have a, a holiday six pack leaving that off of the list for me. It's a uh, one of the, the the movies that I I, I burnt out on VHS growing up. Um, not just on Christmas. I'm watching that all the freaking time. Great film. Yeah. Um, I can't say I've, I've probably seen it like once. Um, so I don't recall much of that movie. Probably one I should revisit now. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I don't think you'll catch flack for that one. It's a huge following. Like you got, you get some, get it's, some good people. Well, exactly. But you either love it or you hate it. You're either on the side that absolutely loves it and are obsessed with it. Or you're on the side that's like, that's a crap film and nobody should ever watch it. And I think it's about twenty five seventy five. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, way to be bold, man. Way to be you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
My next pick is probably it's more of a, a, a pick because of the tradition that I've had with it. Um the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh by far one of my pick. my favorites. Um but also because uh this was a movie that we always watched with my grandparents. Um and they had it recorded uh they recorded it on a VHS. So they had <laughs> they literally had the VHS tape that they recorded off of TV. Um which is something that you you don't do anymore now cuz everything's digital, but um yeah, and um they would always fast forward the, through the commercials. My grandma never saw the actual version, only the TV version. And if you know this movie, there's a a scene um where the actor, I can't remember his name, the lead guy, Chevy Chase, is that him? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Chevy Chase uh, goes off and goes on a little bit of a, a swearing rampage. <laughs> and my grandma had no idea this was in the movie because they had bought it on DVD like the year after because it broke. And um, yeah, that was, that was the last year we watched uh, Christmas va- or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with my grandma and grandpa on, DV- or on DVD um, with that scene. And it also happened, it's funny because that happened twice with also trains, planes, and automobiles. Um, they had, this isn't my other pick, but it also was on, they had it videotaped on VHS and then it broke and they bought it. And then the swear scene happened and my grandma, she's one not one for swears. Um, and she'll always like just do the, <sighs> when like something inappropriate or there's a swear or there's just an uncomfortable scene. Um that shouldn't be there uh so yeah christmas vacation because we would always drink hot cocoa eat popcorn and watch it with my grandma and grandpa and my grandpa was mad because we had to turn he had to turn off law and order so it's definitely a good time never turn off law and order that dude watched it 24 7 we'd be asleep and you'd hear it through the vents you're dun 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 <laughs> whatever that's the football song whatever the S- law and order song is <laughs> It's pretty close. Like, yeah. you'd hear it all the time. <laughs> no, that's a, no, that's a, obviously a classic. That's a, that's another one of those that you either follow it or you don't. The National Lampoons, um, and I think most people follow that. Well, at, the least, the, at least the Christmas one. Some <laughs> of the other ones, maybe not, but the Christmas one. It's... Well, yes, that one, classic. Um, my third and final one is going to be the Santa Claus Two. Um, the Santa Claus one, great Santa Claus three, great, but the Santa Claus two is the best of those films. Tim Allen, even though he's maybe, maybe crazy outside sometimes, um, this was Tim Allen and it's prime. Um, I'm a fan of his acting anyways. And, uh, he plays the best Santa Claus that, 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 that we've seen, um, fantastic the tooth fairies there or the the molinator as they as they eventually call him um i think it's just a i don't know it's one of those that is it's a great film classic film i'll watch it whenever any time of year again but also one where one it's 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 like a it's like a like a fairy tale christmas story that you wish could happen to you like put on the coat and all of a sudden, boom, you're Santa Claus. Like, this would be nuts. And, uh, and you know, that one just, it gets you every time. And then he falls in love and 
it's just a wonderful, wonderful film. And uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with the Santa Claus movies, but particularly Santa Claus 2 is the favorite. No, I agree. It's a great movie. Definitely. It's one of those ones that just makes you believe a little more in yes. Santa Claus every time you watch it. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Believing is seeing. That's a different movie, I thought. No, that's that movie. That's what they say. Seeing is believing. But believing is seeing. But that's in like so many. All right, whatever. That's in like all the Christmas movies. Well, that's what that's the special quote that they use because you need to believe in order to see, Uh, not the other way around. I get it. Yes. So that's. (laughs) (laughs) That's the secret. Ah, I get it now. Okay, fair. Um, Yeah, definitely a solid pick. Um, to round out the top six, I might, we're going to get some slack for this list because there's definitely some good ones we missed, but maybe that's the goal here. Um, but to what, get people to jump in. Yes. Um, but the one that I'm going to round out the pick or the top six, six pack with is a new one that actually came out this year. Um, and if you're, well, let's just say we chose this one because we watched Shit's Creek. And Dan Levy uh, was in this movie. And if you like David or Dan Levy, you're going to love this movie. Um, it's called Happiest Season. Uh-huh. It just came out. It's on Hulu. Uh, it's got like hella famous people in it too, which is awesome. Um, and it was just like start to finish, just an enjoyable, funny, but serious movie all in one. And it was really good. And I really liked it. And. Um, if you know anything about Dan Levy, he kind of he's very big into like uh, LGBTQ LGBTQ plus uh, issues, and this movie kind of goes into some of that stuff. Um, and yeah, it was just overall a great movie, like a totally different take on on a Christmas movie that you don't expect to happen, but it does. And you're like, all right, good movie. So highly recommend checking it out if you have. All right, I'll have to. He's a he's a great character, great actor, great person. Yeah. Um, as far as we know. So um, I, feel, I feel like that's a problem is you got to say that about actors and actresses nowadays. No, I think like, he genuinely is just. A, yes. A he comes across as genuine. But all of a sudden in a month, there's something problematic. I hope like, not. I like him too much. I exactly. Exactly. It's seems like every week somebody has some problematic shit. Pisses me off. Yeah. And well, hopefully he's that's, one of the good ones. We'll get into that, but he'll be one of the good ones. I hope yes, this is a holiday. This is a happiness episode. Happiness. So yeah, that was a, so this, the six pack is not about the six best Christmas films it's or holiday films best to us. This is our six favorite. favorite, our favorite, our favorite can be different than your favorites. Why are you young? Okay? You might hate our favorites. I might hate your favorites. It's whatever. It doesn't matter. So what is on your six pack? What's in yours? Because your six pack, some people like IPAs, some people like stouts, some people hate sours. You just described yourself. (laughs) But it's all over the place. Some people love sours and their their choices are going to be different when making a six pack. This is what it's all about. Divide and conquer. All right. Um, Get off your soapbox, pal. It's just a list. 
<laughs> Do you have any honorable mentions? Um, yes, a couple honorable mentions. Uh, Elf, we left yes. off the list. Classic film. Yeah. Um, I think that. I mean, that's Will Ferrell's best film is Elf, um, and also the one that kind of made. Apparently, they originally were trying to cast Chris Farley as Buddy the Elf. Oh my god, that would have been great too. That would have been a totally different film, though. <laughs> would have been so good, though. It would have been like I think it would have been equally as exciting, equally as funny, but in a totally different way. Do you know the director who directed Elf also directs uh, The Mandalorian? Nice. Yeah, I forgot his name. John Favreau um, or something. Uh, da, 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 like John Favreau or something. Yeah, he, he's yep. like super successful, crazy. He does a lot of shit. Yeah, and he like Elf was his his like project, and he he killed it. Yeah, so no, he, did, uh, he does a lot of work with Will Ferrell in particular. Um, no, I think a great film. Uh, if it was with Chris Farley, I wouldn't. I can't say that it would be better. I can't say it would be worse. It, it would just be a different kind of funny, but mm-hmm. equally funny to us at least. Um, I think if it was with Chris Farley, it could not be uh, as much of a children's movie as it is. <laughs> There's no way it could have been zero chance. That would have been like PG thirteen. A different kind of funny. Uh, so that one, um, a new one on Netflix. If you haven't checked it out, I recommend it. Jingle Jangle, uh, great film. Uh, it's with Forrest Whitaker and uh, um, Keegan Michael Key. Ooh. And uh, it's uh, like they're toy makers, and uh, and so and like Christmas is kind of a role in it, kind of not. It's more or less magic and the Christmas magic and whatnot. Um, great, great film, and uh. Of course, the classics, Rudolph and Frosty and, 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 and such, but, uh, and if you want to go the real life ones, wonderful life and things like that, but definitely a lot of great films that you can watch. Just pick your favorites and watch them. Uh, one that uh, I always like to throw on there cause it's, it's controversial. Die hard. Die hard. <laughs> Die hard. <laughs> I've got to be on that list. Um, but yeah, I think you pretty much took all the ones that were in my brain. Um, that I could think of, but definitely gotta love the uh, <clears throat> the one, the old claymation ones. Yep. And oh, fuck, <clears throat> we almost forgot Home Alone. How mad would people been if that wasn't mentioned? Oh, Home well, Alone. I've never seen classic. it. So you never seen Home Alone? Never seen Home Alone. Good lord. Fascinating. And, well, if I did, I don't remember it. Fascinating. So, shows you, should, you how much I care about should it. Probably watch it. They're, they're, they're <laughs> good films. Um, and always gotta love the science of should uh. That the two guys be dead or not. It's always fun. Um, but <laughs> that rounds out our six-pack with a few honorable mentions, a few ones that, that we picked up, read the label, put back in the freezer, or the fridge, I should say. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll try again next year. And went with the, Yeah, maybe we'll try it next time. Um, but yeah, that's our six-pack. Um, and we didn't get the chance to ask people to send us in questions. Um, so you wanted to ask each other holiday questions yeah something? holiday related right, um, well this is your brainchild so i'm gonna let you explain this uh, so yeah we'll just go through a couple we won't go crazy here because i know you gotta hit the road um just we ha- we we ask each other a few questions they must be holiday related and uh and we'll learn about each other's holiday stuff so my first one to you <laughs> Is what has been your favorite favorite holiday tradition thus far? 
in um, your life? I'll give you an old one and a new one. Okay. Um, so, luckily, um, I, so the back when we were younger, um, me, my brother, and my cousin would spend uh, Thanksgiving like week at my grandparents' house because uh, we had the time off and they didn't work, so we got to go like hang out up there and just just do fun stuff with our grandparents. Um, but every year on the way home, we would go and uh, chop down our Christmas tree. And we'd always go to the same place. They always had the hot apple cider and hot cocoa. Uh, you get to ride a tractor out to where the trees are. Um, and a lot of the times it was snowing. It was just super fun and a really fun time to, fun thing to do as a family. Um, and it's something that I'll always remember um, because it was just fun. And like a lot of good memories with that. And that's when we watched those Christmas movies with our grandparents. Um, so definitely was a really fun tradition. <clears throat> that's not necessarily during Christmas time, but very related to Christmas. Um, and then a newer one um, is, what was I going to say? Oh, um, so me and um, Steph, producer Steph, my girlfriend, um, we started a new one this year because uh, we saw it on TikTok and we just had to try it. Um, it's the Target challenge thing where you go into Target where you buy something comfy, something uh, that reminds you of them, some their favorite drink, their favorite snack, uh, and we did that. And um, it kind of, instead of getting each other a bunch of like little things for Christmas, we just substituted that for that. Um, and it was really fun because we just did like a movie night and got in our comfy clothes. We each had our the drink that the other person got us, and it was just a good time. So we definitely are making that a new tradition here. All right, there you go. Now, do I ask you a new one, or do you answer that one too? Your call. You can answer that one too. Okay. Um, mine growing up, uh, I think I talked about this on a previous podcast, but uh, a favorite of mine was we would always go to my uh, great aunts or second cousins. I don't, honestly, I'm not really sure how they are in relation to me. They're related to me on my mom's side of the family in some way. I'm sure I could figure it out if I sat down and actually figured it out. They're either my mom's cousins or my mom's aunt which would make an aunt and uncle, which would make me either a second cousin or a great, whatever I'm related to them. Um, but uh, part of the family that we don't you know, see for every single holiday, uh, but still a, a cool part of our family. Um, not our, that, not my immediate family anyways. And uh, we would always go there Christmas Eve night. Uh, we would go, we would just go freaking everywhere. And, uh, it seems like every Christmas we were just in a car, uh, but we would go there Christmas Eve night and I had my first alcoholic beverage. Uh, well, second first uh, offered alcoholic beverage at this place. It was a grasshopper. And, uh, and my mom said, sure, why not? And so, uh, so a great, that's why I love mint um, and grasshoppers are great. I got to figure out how to make them one of these years. And uh, we'll just go there and it's just a fun part of the family. Uh, and it'd be a late night too. So we'd be probably leaving there around nine 30, 10, 10 30 or so, which is late when you're a freaking four-year-old and, uh, and, and, and such. And when your parents go to bed at eight, nine o'clock, typically, uh, but they would, uh, they would go all out that night. And, uh, and by the time we would get home, uh, Santa would have already come. So okay. we would open our gifts on, uh, on Christmas Eve night. Uh, it would be, sometimes it would be 10 o'clock. Sometimes it would be midnight. And uh, we would stay up just a little bit later to, to open the gifts. 
and uh, been sleeping on Christmas Day. And I think that was all a factor. This was my parents' way of making sure that they could sleep in on Christmas Day because <laughs> so I wasn't rambunctious to open the gifts in the morning. <laughs> um, and I, it, But it was one of those things that we all got into the freaking car together. And and if you have, for, spoiler alert, if you have small children listening to this episode, fast forward a little bit here. <laughs> I would all, we would all get in, into the car together when we were leaving. So, and the gifts wouldn't be under the tree and I still haven't figured it out. And, and but we would come back and all the gifts were under the tree. <laughs> I haven't figured this out. Maybe and you fell asleep on the way home and they just left you in the car for a few minutes. But I, but that would be, and maybe, maybe that happened at the first time or you know, <laughs> second time or so, but I haven't, <clears throat> but then, you know, after the first time we did it, I was always so excited to get home and like, oh, we're going to open gifts. I hope Santa has come yet. <laughs> and the gifts would be under the tree. So like, did they call like my grandma Judy and have her go over and Hey, put the gifts under the tree <laughs> while we're gone. And because we would all leave the house at the same time. And I would even be figuring it out. And, you know, all of a sudden I'm, you know, nine, 10 years old. And I'm like, you know, I got to figure this out. I got to figure this shit out. I'm leaving the house last. I'm leaving last. And uh, <laughs> it on, still happened. Inside. <laughs> yeah. And it was, oh man, it was, I could, I still can't figure it out, but that was a, a fun family tradition. And, you know, it's my family, you know, my parents in particular were always, they went to bed early. They would wake up very early. So it was, and, and I was the opposite. I'd be staying up all night and sleeping in. So it was cool just having that one night of the year where it's like midnight and we're all still up and my dad still has a Jack and Coke in his hand and my mom's getting drunk off her margarita and uh, which was very, very seldom. Um, Sorry. What the hell was that? I don't know. I clicked something. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't okay. mean to interrupt you. <laughs> Scared me. Kind of weird um, shit happened. But yeah, that's my favorite family tradition growing up. And now uh, it's, you know, I haven't really built too many traditions quite yet i mean a few here and there like hannah and i have already opened up our gifts for christmas to each other we're definitely the the, the as the, did we we're, yeah, we're the couple that is like you want you want to see what i got you all right <laughs> yeah. or and, when it uh, comes so, in a big box and it says what it is on the side and you have to bring it in the house yeah it just makes it you're not difficult. getting in the house yeah so and then this is the first one that we're having family over to our place for it as a and, you know covid definitely plays a role in it but uh um, we're having our parts of our family come through on Christmas Eve and Christmas day and, uh, hope that can be a, be a tradition. I was never in the house that had people come over yeah, and, lucky. uh, I wish I could and, have that happen. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> um, everyone for us, at least everyone's relatively close by, so it makes it easy, but being able to just relax and become, you know, perhaps that part of the family that after, you know, grandparents inevitably pass away that, you know, we can sort of be the new place for families to, to come to, um, would be a cool thing is, is, you know, kind of not a new tradition, but maintaining the tradition in a, in a different way. Fight for it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I guess my question is, um, what's your favorite holiday food or drink? Ooh, um so there's always one that comes out like for christmas and i've got a few in mind um for me it's i mean it's not too different from from thanksgiving um as far as drinks go obviously i love the grasshopper uh 
just a, I, I'm a big mint chocolate guy in general and getting a chance to have alcohol in that is incredible. Uh, so that of course, an old fashioned being in Wisconsin, um, just that, 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 you know, seven, eight, nine AM scotch on Christmas morning is, is always a classic. Um, but my family typically makes the same foods that they do for, for Thanksgiving. Um, if they made a Turkey on Thanksgiving, they'll do a ham for uh, Christmas and vice versa. And, uh, it's always going to be, it's got to be the cheesy potatoes with the, with the corn flakes on top. Oh my God. And, you know, put a little Buffalo sauce over the top. My goodness. Tell me you're from the Midwest without actually saying you're from the Midwest. That's cheesy it, potatoes, right corn flakes, old fashions <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, and cheesy potatoes. Yeah. Um, so my, I think one of my, I have two favorite drinks. I love eggnog. Uh, I'm not sure if you're a nog guy or not. I am. I am. So nog, I, love, I always get one one thing of eggnog every year. Super unhealthy for you. So like one thing is plenty good for it. Um, it's, like, it's like a Christmas broth. Yeah, it's it's just thick, and you can just tell it's unhealthy when you drink it. <laughs> like if a drink is that thick, you know it's it's probably not good for you. Um, nice. So definitely eggnog, and I hate to say it, but the peppermint mocha. Oh hell yeah! From Starbucks or any coffee shop is by far one of my favorite drinks. I get at least one a year. It is. Um, definitely have to get that. But for food-wise, um, it's a family recipe. It's called Kugula's. I don't know if you've ever had it or tried it from my family. I've never heard of it. Um, it's just a potato, onion, and bacon dish um, that like you bake. I don't really understand how it gets, how it turns into the consistency that it is. <laughs> um, but it's it's delicious. It's, it's made Christmas every... magic. It's a Lithuanian dish that's been passed down to my family, and um, my mom makes it every Christmas, and it's just, it's delicious. It's good cold, it's good warm, it's good with scrambled eggs, it's good with anything. Um, All right. So definitely looking forward to getting some of that when I go home. Any other questions from you, my good sir? Well, I think I think that's good. We gave each other one holiday question. Perfect. Beautiful. Be- Folks. Send us your holiday questions. We'll we'll answer them. Either comment them on the Instagram page or tweet them to us or text them or message whatever. We'll get those answered. Carrier pigeon. We'll get yeah, it. Exactly. Um, or an owl if you're from the Harry Potter world. Yeah. But with that, um, we always like to close it out with a little advice. Um, and in, in this year where it's just been crazy, um, I think the the one advice that I have this year for anyone going or being able to see family or um, having the capacity to see family, uh, make sure that you take some time to reach out to the people that you don't actually get to see, um, because they'll they'll really appreciate that call, even if it's a five minute, hey, how's it going? Um, it'll definitely make their day, and just try to give them a call and reach out and talk to them, because. Uh, being stuck at home alone or with uh, the people that you live with and not being able to see your whole family uh, definitely can weigh on people. So make sure you're checking in and uh, sending some love to everyone's way, especially during this holiday season, because everyone needs it. I can use a little love. Give me a call and say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, and I'll say it back. And we'll there you good go. Time. <laughs> good advice right there. Um, mine is just... Just enjoy the time. Just simply enjoy the time. 
Um, whether it's, you know, you're able to see some family, uh, whether you're able to see all the family, whether you're just sticking at home, whatever you may choose, um, obviously just be smart and, uh, don't be an asshole about it, but, uh, just enjoy the time. Um, it's been a hell of a year for, on a, on a variety of reasons, COVID related, um, divided country related, uh, you know, just being able, you know, whatever it might be, it's been a hell of a year, just a few more days left. And, you know, things aren't going to get better immediately when January 1st strikes, it's not going to be all of a sudden, Oh my God, 2020 is over and the rest is history. Uh, it's going to be a thing that we need to work on a little bit, but, um, it's just been stressful and, and take the time to, to enjoy the holiday and enjoy the time off. If you have it, enjoy the time with family and friends. If you get to, uh, enjoy that, just slow down and, you know, it's, and, and know that everything is going to be okay. And it's just going to take some time. Uh, but for at least that, that Christmas Eve, Christmas day, those couple days before and after, uh, it's just relax and enjoy it and enjoy the time with your friends and family. And I can say that a billion different ways, but as simple as it is, enjoy it, relax and, uh, and get ready to kick ass as we head into the new year. Hell yeah. And with that, I've been Scooter. He's been J-Dog. This has been Beer with the Boys. And again, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and we'll see you before the new year. Don't get taken away from Krampus. We love you. Mwah.